Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. We need any cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Straight from the nickname Hall of Fame, CBS Sports, college football writer, reporter, aficionado, expert. His birth certificate says Dennis Dodd, but you know him as the Dodd father. Mr. Dodd, good morning. You reminded me, Bill. I need to start copywriting that or yeah. something. I don't know. I mean, it's it's got to be worth some money, right? It's really good. It is. It is. <laughs> I love wordplay, and it's the best I've ever heard, Dennis. Um, I'll just let you sort of run with this. Hugh Freeze to Auburn for you means what? Um, it was just kind of so Auburn that they put all their eggs in one basket with Lane, and look, it did look like he was coming until he didn't. Um, that really, uh, Hugh Freeze was the plan B and there really was no plan C at that time because they had planned on lane and really thought they had, frankly. Um, so you get, you get Hugh Freeze, warts and all in one sense, he's paid his dues. Uh, he, he served his exile at Liberty, uh, whatever, you know, personal issues he had and reason, really the reason he left, um, left in the first place had been cleared up at Ole Miss, at least his family, uh, you know, but, you know, try to keep the guy off social media, <laughs> but he can coach. I mean, and that's, I'm not making a value judgment here, but I really am. If you can coach and you have a certain winning percentage, you can do a lot of things. Uh, Dennis Dodd here on the show. Dennis, I think I know the answer, but but I'd like to hear it from you. If you're Auburn and you are, are struggling to get the guy that you wanted and you have to play catch up, why not a look at a... Luke Fickle or a Matt Rule or someone well-regarded who has not succeeded or been in the SEC in terms of being a head coach? Yeah, I'm not so sure they didn't talk to Matt Rule. In fact, I think there were some reports out there that they did, and there was varying degrees of interest from his camp. Um, so I'm not so sure they, they didn't talk to him. 
but uh, they were set on Lane. Lane's another one who I think has matured, has you know become a really good head coach. You know, I, I think people forget what he did and what he was saddled with at USC. He he went ten and two. See, what year was that? It was about ten or eleven years ago at USC and knocked Oregon out of the BCS standings uh, by winning up there. Um, now he got fi- also got fired on a tarman. Um, you know, he's, he, he's fun. He's fun to follow. He's not, he trees. He's fun to follow on social media. In that sense, he's matured. I think he's, he's a hell of a coach. So I don't, I don't have a problem with him targeting him. He knows the league. Um, he's been in the league. He's young. So no, I, I had no problem with it. And, and again, yeah. rule, was, rule was out there. He went to Nebraska. He's probably better fit. Yeah, I was going to ask you. I mean, I I'm a Midwesterner, and my parents grew up in Big Ten country, and so Matt Rule in Nebraska and Luke Fickle to Wisconsin are, are so interesting to me. What do those hires say to you about the state of and the future of each of those programs? Well, I thought Matt Rule was the number one candidate from the beginning at Nebraska. Last, let's see, what's today? Tuesday, nine or ten days ago. Uh, I have reported that Rule turned Nebraska down, um, and I don't know whether that whether he wanted to sit out another year or not. But they came back around on him, and he came to the benefit of Nebraska. And I think of Matt Rule; he's getting nine million a year. He had probably Bill the best introductory press conference I've ever seen of any coach. Now take that for what it's worth, right? Um, press conferences, but he united the forces yesterday. He was great. I know he can coach. I think I've even mentioned to you on this show that uh, he got to, to uh, Baylor in two, late 2016, um, couldn't recruit. His best recruit out of Texas was a 178-pound receiver, I think, who never played. Uh, this is his best Texas recruit. His best recruit was a right guard rated 256th best player in the country. Three seasons later, he's in overtime with that recruiting class as a foundation in overtime against Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship team with a third-string quarterback. Now, they lost, but the guys have turned around. And forget, forget the NFL. Um, how many coaches have gone from college to the NFL and succeeded? Probably Pete Carroll lately that I can remember. Yeah. Um, and Luke Fickle at Cincinnati, I think it was the next obvious step for him. It's, you know, his, his wife kind of calls all the shots. They've got six kids it's in a natural area for him, Big Ten. He knows, knows the place. He can, get, eh, he can get paid more, right? But you have access to all those resources in the highest paying, highest resource conference in the country. And I think Wisconsin, by firing a coach, Paul Chris, who had a 700 winning percentage, was ready to change everything, the culture, the offense, everything. Um, they need to be more balanced. They need to be more dynamic and, and have better access in recruiting to those players. And I think Luke Pickle is the guy that, that brings him. Dennis Dodd here on the show. Dennis, if you're a Nebraska fan and your hope and goal is in the expanded college football playoff, that you are consistently in the mix for that and that you qualify for it sometimes, what is your confidence level that Matt Rule can deliver that return, that level of return to some kind of prominence for Nebraska? Well, uh, the biggest answer is he did it at Cincinnati, right? Um, you know, if you can do it at Cincinnati, you can do it with Wisconsin. Here's the issue in the Big Ten, and this relates to to Nebraska as well. You know, before 
And, and Wisconsin has been the dominant team in that division, I want to say, since they, they went to division, but not so much lately. But think about this. Uh, if you're in the Big Ten West, and, you know, what do you have to do? You have to maybe split with Wisconsin and Iowa. Um, you got a shot at winning the division. Not bad. I'm talking about like a Nebraska. Well, I think all these conferences, Bill, are destined to go to one division. Big 12 does it. American does it now. So you can match your two best teams in the conference championship games for better access to the playoff. Okay. So what does that mean in the Big Ten going forward? Well, you're not going to have to just beat Wisconsin and Iowa. You know what you're going to have to do to get to the championship game? You're going to have to be in the same realm with Ohio State and Michigan because until further notice, you know, they are and have been the two best teams. Now, in an expanded playoff, can you get there easier at 10-2 and two or 9-3? and three? Absolutely. Um, but, you know, and there's going to be multiples from the SEC and Big Ten probably every year. But it, it just became a higher climb to me for those programs in the building. Dennis Dodd here on the show. Dennis, let's get into some, some chaos and the possibility of chaos. I'm just going to give you some, some scenarios, and you tell me who you think gets in or the teams that are in contention. If TCU loses but USC wins, who is the fourth team in? Well, I'll go I'll, I'll back for it. I think the top three teams are all but locked in. Um, you know, I, I, I think ten, uh, TCU can afford a loss. Now, if USC also loses, does that allow Ohio State in? It's a, it's a discussion. You know, you're sitting there with a team that didn't win its division, lost once, but got destroyed in the biggest challenge it had in the entire season. You know, versus uh, TCU's one of the last three undefeated, in that scenario would have lost, uh, you know, beat at least four ranked teams along the way. And I viewed those comebacks, and there were several of them, positive, not negative. Uh, and, and then USC, I think, would be the most vulnerable of the two losses to the same team that is not exactly a powerhouse. Good. Utah's good, but not a powerhouse this season. So I, I think USC is the most vulnerable. I think a case can be made, and I'm not the only one, but the, the top three, in fact, the drama on the CFP this year, but probably less than any other year uh, because the top three may be locked in. And so Alabama for you, even if TCU, no. they're done. Yeah, I can't. I, I don't understand the Alabama thing. I know they lost two, ga- two games by four points, but uh, look, the, considera- the consideration is going to be Ohio State. And if, two, as I mentioned, two of those teams lose, TCU and USC, one of them probably TCU is going to stay in. There's not going to be a spot for Alabama. Alabama's not going to jump Ohio State. They're just not, and they should. Um, you know, Ohio State uh, was on balance, the better team this year. And maybe, maybe Alabama is competing against itself in that respect. It's standard it is it set, but it did lose to Ohio State did one. You know, what, what you're saying in that respect, uh, if that happens is, well, you know, Ohio State's not even in the same realm as Alabama. Who can afford to lose two? We know that's not the case. We're not talking about the Sun Belt and the SEC. We're talking about the SEC and the Big Ten. So, no, I, I have a hard time – uh, getting out of being a Dennis Dodd here on the program. Dennis, 
Harbaugh's success at Michigan, and by the standard of the last few seasons, the way in which it has happened in an extraordinary way late in his tenure, most people would not be afforded that much time. Does that say anything to you about about programs needing to have more patience with coaches or about just the uniqueness of Harbaugh, maybe adjustments that he made? Yeah, I think it's unique. I mean, look, he wasn't – he didn't fail at Michigan. I think he won 10 three times in his first seven seasons or whatever it was, the first six seasons. So he didn't fail. He just didn't beat the right team. You know, he didn't beat Ohio State. Um, he lost to Penn State. He didn't win the Big Ten. Uh, he didn't compete for, you know, a, a playoff until last year. But isn't it amazing – in a 365-day period, all that changed, where now he's won two in a row for the first time over Ohio State for any coach uh, since 2000. Uh, and, you know, all of a sudden, Ryan Day being compared to John Cooper, which is fair. John Cooper was the last Ohio State coach to lose consecutive games to Michigan. He was there 13 years and never embraced the rivalry, as, as he should have. Ryan Day has, and this is very disconcerting to Ohio State and Ryan Day, but Jim Harbaugh, there's a great story, I think by Bruce Feldman from The Athletic, where he quoted one of the assistants who's no longer there at Michigan saying the strategy was we can't, we can't out-talent them because this is a point I made in my column Saturday. Ohio, Ohio State's a little bit program in the Big Ten. It's not even a discussion. 66 draft choices since uh, Harbaugh arrived in 1547 from Michigan. Okay. And we know they played for championships and uh, everything else. But this Michigan assistant said, we know we can't out-talent them, but we can out-hustle them, we can, we can be grittier than them, and we can out-culture them. And I think that's exactly what we saw Saturday. I thought that Michigan was grittier. I thought they were tougher. And I thought they were looser. When, time came, when the time came and the game was on the line. You know, Ryan Day in the third quarter had, I think it's fourth and five from Michigan 43. He's got the best quarterback in the country on, the bench, on his bench, and he punted. And you know what Michigan did? They took eight minutes, went 80 yards, 15 plays, and put the game away, made it 31 to 20. That was the game right there. Dennis Dodd here on the show. Dennis, last one for you. Deion Sanders as the head coach at Colorado at an SEC school, at any Division One school. I know it's a very sort of realm of possibilities, but for you, that would equal what? I love, I love him as a coach. Um, I have come around on that because the biggest question I had about him, and I wrote about it during the season, was, okay, he's pr- Coach Prime, okay, I get all that. Turned around Jackson State, that's one thing. Um, Another thing is taking over a power five. Well, I, I talked to Hunter Juracek at Arkansas, and not many people remember this. Arkansas interviewed Deion Sanders twice before they hired Sam Pittman. The first time, it was a courtesy interview because Eric Musselman, the basketball coach, his agent, had relations with Deion and wanted the AD to interview. Okay, fine. He was so impressed, the Arkansas AD, he went back a second time with his number two to Dallas and talked to him. Obviously, they didn't hire him, but I quoted him as saying he's absolutely ready to take over. And this guy, I think, for all his flash and everything, as a player and a coach, he gets it. I think whoever he takes over, he's going to succeed at. 
he completely turned around Jackson State and the HBCU scene, if you will. Uh, I, I don't know what's happening with Colorado. He confirmed that he got an offer. He didn't say he'd take it. Um, you know, I, I think he'd be automatic. I think he'd be great at Georgia Tech, but we'll wait and see. But he's going to be a power five, so I have no doubt. I love it. I love it. What a great time for college football. Uh, he is the Dodfather, the uh, the Godfather, the leader, the the head of college football reporting excellence. Mr. Dodd, my friend, thank you, pal. Appreciate you, man. Bill, thanks so much. See you, buddy. Dennis Dodd on the show. Wow. TCU in basically regardless, Diesel. I've not heard that. He did not buy into our Alabama take. No, he didn't. Part of that was TCU was not automatic if they were to lose. Now, we thought they could get in with a loss, but it depended on what USC did as well. The Dodd-Father saying TCU is in no matter what. I mean, I just, I, it's interesting. What do you assess? What is, what is more impressive or least impressive, depending on your view? Is it losing one game in startling fashion to your rival at home or losing two games against good teams, really good teams, by a total of four points on the road? It's a tough call. I think I'd go Alabama. I'd go Alabama number five tonight, and we've seen this before, but nobody seems to agree with us here. Like, there's also, we've seen the committee, there's a recency bias. Like, Ohio State just got blown out at home a few days ago. Like, that, I know the committee is not supposed to take that into account, but they are human. I I almost heard singing the song Only Human to You. You're right. I like it. Uh, very excited about buy or sell. We've got a bunch of stuff in there, including a guy named Saturday who had trouble coaching on a Monday. It's coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. We have a communication problem. Clearly. I, and I, but in re-listening, maybe gold's not better. Maybe true love was the way to do it. Personify the programs. Right? That one gets even better the, the more often I hear it. You can get gold a lot of places. Go rob a bank and get gold. But your true love is that's one of, that's one of a kind. Oklahoma's going to age well. I don't know about Texas. You might be thankful. Um, what's going on? A uh, guy that I know from uh, CBS Sports HQ, gambling stuff, just bet $29,000 on USA to win tonight. Oh, that's all? $29,000 to win 58000 Can I say something? I can't even relate to that. And, like, relate's not even the right word. Like, I can't even fathom what that means. Like, I got nothing. I got nothing. Mike McClure from Sportsline. How can you watch that game with any kind of like enjoyment? I got. I got to tell you, two-hour game. If I had thirty grand on it, I would go play a tennis match. I, I was going to say go for a run, but I can't run for thirty minutes these days. <laughs> long two hours. I mean, I you know maybe go to a movie, right? Go in the back of my house. My phone doesn't work very well, and, and rock some Netflix. Watch Warrior Nun, which was terrible. You got to do anything other than watch that game. Let me ask you a question. I'm watching Warrior Nun, right? I'm watching Warrior Nun on Netflix. It's bad. It's it's bad, but I liked it. Should I take them like the the title? Literally? Yeah, no, it's nuns who are warriors, but it's super sacrilegious. Like it's not. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. I would. Why are you watching this? Show? <laughs> I watched season two. I don't know. I can't sleep sometimes at night, so I'm like, I'll watch some Warrior Nun. So I watch Warrior Nun. And that has an actress, and she's, you know, I Googled her. I'm like, have I ever seen her anything? Haven't seen her anything. But what comes up is she's dating Chris Evans, who played Captain America. And I think, Chris Evans is old, right? And I Googled this actress' name and her age, 26. Then I Googled Chris Evans' age, 41. Is that okay? Uh, 15 years if I'm doing the math right? Yeah, I think that's okay. Here's the rules it was explained to me by both my brother, who's happily married, and a buddy who is now no longer married and very happy. Okay? So two different perspectives. <laughs> two different perspectives. <laughs> it's half your age plus seven if you're going to go that route is the rule. So 41 is basically 20, let's call it, let's call it, let's call it, it would be nice, 20, 27, 28. He can't do it. He's breaking the half plus seven rule. And also, too, at the same time, I think there's got to be another rule here. Chris Evans has to get her better roles in better movies or shows. Like, she can't be doing Warrior none when she's dating Chris Evans. Like, that's yeah, got to stop. Like, then that's... they break up, and she, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, she's good, by the way, she's a good actress. She's probably got a pretty strong future. How could, how could, could she be if she's doing Warrior none? How could you not? Warrior none. It's a group of secret nuns who fight evil. But they kill people, and they say the F word because they're edgy. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's good. But then she's not really a nun. She's just a, a person who got the halo put in her back and came back to life. She's just a warrior. 
she, well, she just, she's a reluctant resurrected warrior who's like, let's party and drink and hang out with boys. And they're like, well, no, we're warrior nuts. This is really a thing. <laughs> I spent eight hours of my life watching. Um, okay, I'm a loser. Let's do some buy or sell. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. Last night, Jeff Saturday's clock management came under heavy scrutiny as he sat on Indy's timeouts until there was 30 seconds remaining in the game and the Colts faced a fourth and three. Now, Saturday postgame defended his thought process on holding on to those timeouts. I didn't feel like time was really of the essence at the moment. I thought we had a good play. Um, I thought we would get to yeah, and I felt like we would get to it. You know, we, um, you know, obviously we don't do great on the backside, so it, it, it's it's worse than it. You know, but I felt good about the call before. Felt like we had time. We would have timeouts afterwards. We were in striking distance, so yeah, I, I never felt like the pressure of needing the timeout. Thought, like I said, I thought the call was good, and the, you know, we had. Again, we were in that mode pretty much the whole second half, so it was pretty consistent with what we were doing. So again, it wasn't like a change for us. Um, we just didn't execute it. Buy or sell last night's final drive for Indy proved why Jeff Saturday should not have been hired to be an interim head coach. Let me ask you a question before I answer your question. Let me do the old obnoxious question with a question. Answer a question with a question. If you were Warrior, no, no, no real question. Buy or sell the first quarter was more indicative of that than the final sequence. Buy. I mean... It was a, literally no offense. It was a rough Monday night for Saturday. It feels good, doesn't it? It really does. It was a it was a rough Monday night for Saturday. Who knows what he's feeling like on Tuesday? Bye. Yeah. Minus stretch a little too far there. Um. I mean, I'll buy that it that is a it is a piece of the puzzle. Bye. But a lot of coaches who are who are who are good at coaching in the NFL or at least worthy of the job are bad at clock management. The clock management was pretty terrible. What's interesting about it is the first quarter was some of the worst offense literally we've ever seen in the NFL over the course of a quarter. But then they came back and had a chance to win the game. And then they had the clock management thing. So so it, it, it reflects growing pains for sure. I just can't tell yet whether or not Jeff Saturday shouldn't be coaching on Sundays or whether Sundays and Mondays are these sort of training grounds for Saturday. Bye. I don't even know what you said, but I buy it. All right. Now, yesterday we discussed the vulgar tweet from Baltimore's Lamar Jackson in response to a fan that suggested that the Ravens should let Jackson walk at the end of the season instead of paying him a hefty contract. Lamar's exact tweet read, quote, Boy, shut the bleep up. Y'all be capping too much on this app. Bleep never smelt a football field. Never did bleep, but eat bleep, end quote. Now, Baltimore head coach John Harbaugh said he spoke to Lamar about the situation. Just beg guys not to, you know, not to get into the Twitter world right after the game, especially after a loss. It's never going to be positive. It's not going to be a nice place, you know. And uh, I think that's kind of reflected in, in Lamar's response because what he said was just so out of character for him. That's not the way he speaks. It's not the way he talks. It's not the words he ever uses. I've never heard him say things like that before. But like we talk, like you said, Bo, he wants to win. You know, I'm sure he's frustrated. 
just like we all are. And uh, that's just a place you just don't want to live right after a game. And, uh, you know, I know he understands that. Lamar also tweeted a response yesterday to Jamison Hensley, a Ravens beat reporter who wrote a piece on Lamar's anti-gay slur in his initial tweet. Lamar said yesterday, quote, this is defamation of my character because not once have I ever mentioned or disrespected anyone's sexuality, sexual orientation, gender, religion, or race. You're reaching, end quote. Buy or sell Lamar Jackson should be punished by the Ravens and or the NFL for his initial tweet. Oh, man, there's a lot here. So, 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 so the, um, I've only seen the redacted versions. So the, one of the bleeps is, is a derogatory term for a gay person. Yes. And another bleep, the final bleep is a body part. So, like, an apology, he just, he just said, look, I'm sorry, I shouldn't use that word, right? That would be enough for me. Should he be punished? I, I Probably an unpopular answer. I'm going to sell. Sell. Now, I will include a punishment, like, just a fine, not necessarily a suspension. I think, for me, it's a public admonishment, and it's a warning that this is unacceptable, and there will be severe consequences if it happens again. And if it does, there's a real punishment, right? I... Everybody falls into their camps, their ideological views, right, and goes to their extremes. I, I think it is both this is unacceptable and there needs to be an understanding of that and whether he's worthy of it or not in the long run, we can give the guy the benefit of the doubt that he made a mistake and shouldn't have said what he said. To pretend that this kind of language isn't used on the football field, the basketball court, other places, is 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 as naive as it is false to pretend that it's okay. The world's a complicated place. I don't love it. I don't like it. I don't think it's appropriate. Would never let my children speak that way. But I also think it's something that has hurt a lot on the practice field, and this guy needs to be told, you cannot say this. Certainly not publicly. All right, now speaking of punishments, Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson was officially reinstated by the NFL yesterday and is expected to start for Cleveland on Sunday against his former team, the Houston Texans. Now, Bill, now that Watson's suspension is officially over, buy or sell that Watson's 11-game suspension was the appropriate amount of time. Sell. I mean, my view hasn't changed on this. I sell. I, you don't have to be found guilty in order to be punished by the NFL or sports leagues. It's the same fallacy as people who say the First Amendment rights and don't know what they're talking about. First Amendment means that the government can't punish you financially or criminally for what you say. It doesn't prevent other people from criticizing your criticisms, right? It's it's no. I, I the idea that he was innocent to proven guilty isn't how it works when it comes to employment. So sell, I think he should have been out a lot longer. Sell. Buy or sell, you think he's going to be a, a really, he's going to be a top eight quarterback over the final stretch of the season. Buy. Yep. I think he's going to be really good. The dude is it's, that it, talented. It's one extreme or the other, right? He's either still Deshaun Watson or it's like, oh boy. Yeah. Now look, the, the Texans are not a good football team. Do I think they'll win that game? I do. I don't think necessarily he'll come out this week and be Deshaun Watson, quote unquote. But I think there's enough left in the season for him to be really good. Buy or sell it's obnoxious and stupid his returners against his former team. Buy. I mean, that's so on purpose, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's not a coincidence whatsoever. Let's do it 11 games. Okay. All right, let's stay in the NFL here. On the latest episode of his Sirius XM Let's Go podcast, Tom Brady explained <gasps> how much he loves playing the game of football. Quote, look, losing is hard for all of us, 
but I'd rather lose and play than not play at all, end quote. Buy or sell this comment is insight to whether Tom Brady plans to play next season or not. Yeah, I think it is. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I think I, I think it is. I think he's giving me some real honesty, which I find interesting. Let me ask you a question. I played tennis yesterday, played a match with a buddy. I don't throw my racket as a rule. Got pretty pissed off. I hit a ball really hard with my racket at the fence. The racket slipped out of my hand, flew up into a tree, high up into a tree. <laughs> then I had to go get a ladder from some workers who were there, but I walked onto their primer because they were redoing a, some pavement. They were screaming at me. Then I had to explain that I'd thrown my racket into a tree and couldn't find it. <laughs> Buy or sell, I deserve all the shame that I felt. Buy. That's something that would happen to me playing tennis. It was terrible. Funny story. Not funny for my buddy, Derek, who helped me get it down. I was going to say, how long of a process was it to get it down? 15 minutes. Um, and then I came back and won. <laughs> Like, I turned the whole thing that's, around. That's not supposed to happen. You're not supposed to get your racket stuck in a tree and then win. That's actually more embarrassing for the person that you beat. And I had two I have two rackets, but one of them was getting restrung. So I had to, like, he's like, can we just get it afterwards? Like, I don't have a racket, bro. <laughs> it's in the tree. All right, let's get to some hoops here. Now, for anyone who missed your Basket Bill segment yesterday, go check it out on our podcast. But here's the summary. The Lakers still are not a good basketball team. Your take was proven true yesterday as the Lakers managed to blow a nine-point lead to the Pacers at home with just over three minutes to go. And furthermore, they had a 17-point lead with under 10 minutes to go. The Pacers knocked down a game-winning three-pointer at the buzzer for the 116-115 win. Buy or sell that last night was a summation of the Lakers' season thus far. Buy. Yeah. Buy. Or- or maybe from the view of from the outside. Like, they're so good. Oh, no. I don't know how much I buy these um, calculation machines. That, that but, but but the number that was out there was 908 left. They were 99.1% to win <laughs> to win the game. I was mad because I, really, I was going to write a column like, the Lakers are actually terrible and you're all wrong. And they blew it. Thanks, Lakers. <laughs> I mean, it was Do you have any ideas? so fitting. I gotta write a column connecting, or I'm gonna try to write a column connecting the World Cup to NBA. Buy or sell? You have any ideas on how I can do that? Sell. So, right, I'm working. Mm. Uh, yeah, I uh, I look forward to reading that once you make those connections there. I like maybe if the USA wins, who are the young teams of promise in the NBA that can take something from the US? That like like Memphis. I mean, look how quickly you just Atlanta. did that. Yeah. Would you read that, though? Yeah, I read everything you write. Let's sell. Sell the lies. Sell. Sell the lies. All right, let's get to some golf here. The Hero World Challenge Golf Tournament gets underway on Thursday in the Bahamas. And, of course, Bill, as you know, this event is hosted by none other than Tiger Woods. However, Tiger had to withdraw from playing in the event. Woods' statement yesterday read in part, quote, In my preparation and practice, I've developed plantar fasciitis in my right foot, which is making it difficult to walk. I've decided to focus on my hosting duties. End quote. Buy or sell still being disappointed when Tiger Woods withdraws from an event, regardless of what the event is. Buy. That was my immediate reaction. Disappointed just felt sad. Speaking of reading stories I write, Buy or sell, you want me to tell a true, awkward story about someone at this network? Buy. 
as long um, as that person is not me, yes, I am. I am down. One of these, when one of the, because I have a lot of producers, one of the jobs is available. You know, when, when a producer job comes open, I get to interview the people. And a candidate, I was interviewing. I said to the candidate, you know, I was like, you know, blah blah. blah what do you know about me? He's like, oh, not really anything. And he wanted the job, and I said, well, you know that I write for CBSSports.com. He goes, you write for CBSSports.com? Good for you, man. <laughs> So the idea that anybody <laughs> reads my work that works here is, is not necessarily Good true. Good for you, man. That's great. Good for you, man. Congrats. Great. Thank you. That's so good. Wow, so I, I cross I, uh, your name off the list. I got the job here by uh, by default? No, the job was yours. What a mistake that more, was. More, <laughs> more lies. No, you, were, no, you, were the, you were the leader in the clubhouse, man. We had, to, we had to recruit you and send the champagne to your house and the whole, you wanted haikus about how great. It was a whole deal. Uh, I asked you not to mention the haikus on the air. I apologize. All right, let's finish Sitting up with some... there, you improve the show. <laughs> let's Is finish up with some baseball <laughs> here. Last question. The defending right. world champion Houston Astros are loading up again for next season. Yesterday, they signed free agent first baseman Jose Abreu to a three-year deal. Now, the soon-to-be 36-year-old and three-time All-Star is coming off a season in which he hit over 300, but had career lows in homers, only 15, and runs batted in only 75. Buy or sell Jose Abreu will go back to being the power hitter he's been in his career now that he's playing with the Astros. I mean, the guy won the MVP two years ago? Question mark. He's certainly been an MVP caliber player every year he's been there. What constitutes his power numbers from the past? Do I think he's going to hit 40 homers ever again? I mean, 15 last season really jumped off the page considering he played a full season. Yeah, I mean, in the past, he's been like 30, 30, 30. I mean, like, he's kind of like a 20, 30 guy, right? In terms of like 20 to 30 home runs. He is getting up there in age, though. Remember, he didn't start his career till later on. He's he's always been a guy that drives, that drives runners in. I'm going to buy. Buy. I mean, look, the most homers he ever hit in his career was 36 in his first year. 30, 19, 33, 22, 33, 25. But he'll drive in. A ton of runs. He's just a really good ball player. I, I think he can he can reclaim some level of that excellence. Well, we went late today. You love going late. Uh, no, that's not true at all. Those are more lies. You no. Telling the truth, D cell smiles. See, like oh, I I mean that's how we got you here. That's how we got you here. Uh, <laughs> let's do. I don't know what we're gonna do next. What do you want to do next segment? Want to do a surprise? Uh, are we doing a basket bill? Let's do a basket bill here on the show. After we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Greg Caserta. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put 
put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. It's the Writer Than You comedy hour. Bill Ryder and Tom DeCelestino. What's up, Diesel? Uh, what's up there, Bill? Almost uh, end of the Tuesday program. How much of the of the show do you spend befuddled by my behavior? Uh, it's a two-hour show, so I would say about an hour and 55 minutes. Um, if you're listening and you don't know this, D-Sales in New York City. I'm in L.A. And we use Skype. And then sometimes when he looks away, I'll grab a LeBron James bobblehead and just put it in front of the camera so it looks like LeBron's there. And make him dance or Shoot a hoop or whatever. Yeah, and I would say, you know, you do it about a half dozen times per day. <laughs> you look so, you just look like you don't know what to do. Uh, the Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces, DOD veterans, and their families. Their members are on the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. The Dolphins' defense had themselves a day on Sunday in their win over the Texans. Miami sacked Kyle Allen five, five times and picked him off twice. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Dolphins defense. Let's go. Let's go. Is your wife still walking around the house going, basket, Bill? Uh, I'll be honest. It's calmed down a little bit, but it's still there. She really she needs to hear it live once, and then it'll, it'll be back in full force. You guys love the basket, Bill. It's really, really catchy. All right. All right. Well, you know what? Then let's do it. Bill Ryder has the NBA takes you need to hear. This is Bass Kit Bill. The Ime Udoka conundrum. I let it breathe, D-Cell, because of the music. The Ime Udoka conundrum has been solved. And if you missed it, the, the Ime Udoka conundrum was... Not for the Celtics. The Celtics made the decision to move on from him. They spent him for a year, allegations of an improper relationship with a female employee. And the clear messaging and reporting out of Boston is suspended for the year, but he's not coming back. No, no. the real conundrum involving Ime Udoka was who and when someone will hire him. And we saw the Brooklyn Nets, the epitome of dysfunction, step up to the plate and, and attempt to do that. Way too soon. But how long is the rehabilitation period? Is he worth it? And the Celtics have answered the question. 
Ime Odoka, whatever his strength, was not the primary force or reason behind Boston's excellence last year. Turns out that when you have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, when you have Marcus Smart, when you have the culture that Brad Stevens and Danny Ainge put together, when you have the core that's there, when you have the principles that make this Celtics team this Celtics team, anybody that is good at the job can step in and be excellent. I'm not taking anything away from Joe Mazzullo, the the young coach who's the interim who will be the head coach. This Celtics team has won four straight games. They are an NBA best 17 and four. One again last night, no Jalen Brown, no Al Horford, no problem. 140 points against the lowly, but still NBA rostered Hornets. We know the Celtics are good. We know they're one of the two best teams in the Eastern Conference along with the Bucks. The real answer to the Ime Odoka conundrum is do not hire him. Don't hire him. It isn't worth it. It isn't worth the risk. Not now, not a year from now, not two years from now. This isn't cancel culture. This is me saying you should never come back. It's he's not. The juice isn't going to be worth the squeeze. Because we've seen the Celtics team as good or better as they were last year. Certainly better than they were at this stage last year. Odoka's not the one that did this. He may have played a small part, but they're just fine without him. Which means he ain't worth whatever drama comes your way. I gotta tell you, I think we should have a close to it, don't you? Basket Bill! That was Basket Bill! What do you think? Wow, just saying that once hurt my throat. I know, it hurt my throat. Yeah, that's why I got water. Uh, yeah, we can get a close to it. Why not? Let's get a close, bro. Let's let's. It's a basket bill sandwich. You got basketball on one side, basketball on the other side. A basket Two slices bill of basketball sandwich with a bunch of NBA in the middle. What a great idea a sandwich is. Who came up with that? Don't you think for a long time it was just it was a bunch of crap on a on a on one piece of bread, and then someone's like, oh, oh man, I don't know. I don't know the origin story, but of the sandwich. What I don't either. But what a well, didn't the Earl of Sandwich? I actually think it was the Earl of Sandwich. Isn't that where? Didn't the Earl of Sandwich invent the sandwich? Since I have nothing better to give you, yes, sure, why not? I, I think that's an accurate. I think the Earl of Sandwich, in in merry old England, created the sandwich. I don't know if that's true. I don't have time to Google it, but I'm, but I'd like it to be true. I'd like it to be true. All right, you ready? Big question yeah. here. Got get to me. Final score today, U.S. men's national team will beat Iran. What's the score? 1-0 or 2-1. You know what? I'm actually worried it's going to be like 1-1. I'm actually worried Iran's going to counterattack in the first half and score a goal and that we're going to get one back in like the 65th minute, but that's not going to be enough. But let's lean into excellence, hope, positivity, and victory. USA 1-0 is the most accurate outcome. What would the Earl Sandwich do? We make a sandwich, sit down and watch it. You should too. All right, that's the show. Thanks for listening. Thanks to the Dodd Thanks to D Cell. Appreciate you. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.